Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for today's Appraisal Buzzcast. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe below and get notified as soon as the latest Buzzcast drops. Today, we'll be speaking with Joan Trice, CEO of Altera Group, and Nikki Smith of Tucson Real Estate Appraisal. We'll be discussing a topic that is on every appraiser's mind, market value versus sales price. With the market the way it is, every appraiser should be tuned in closely for this one. Joan, I'll hand it over to you. Nikki, welcome. And I just wanted to share with our audience today that I actually met you via a Facebook group and I glommed on to your comment about market value because I, I, I don't know if you started the discussion or somebody else did, but in the market that we're in today, which could be perceived by many in many markets to be frothy, what do you think appraisers ought to be paying attention to when it comes to the definition of market value? So (laughs) there are different parts to market value. So a lot of people think that it's just whatever a buyer is willing to pay or whatever buyers are willing to pay. But that's really just one part of the definition of, of market value. And I think a lot of people don't realize that there are certain conditions <laughs> required for market value. And so, yeah, I think appraisers need to be paying attention to what those conditions are to discern whether or not this is actually, you know, the contract that they have in front of them, if that's actually market value or not. Yeah, well, what I'm seeing and where I start getting nervous is when appraisers just say, well, it's a meeting of the minds. The buyer, mm-hmm. the buyer and the seller had had an agreement. Mm-hmm. And therefore it must be market value. That's the definition. And and so you're saying, well, it's just one part of it. There are other tests to that definition. And you know, I I know you're a fairly new appraiser, so I don't know if you learned in your training, but the definition of market value in FIREA put place put in place in 1989 was actually a modification of a prior definition that said the highest possible price. Right. The new definition in 1989 is the most probable price. Right. So and, and that's you're selecting <laughs> and the realtor's job everybody's constantly complaining about the yin and yang between realtors and appraisers. To me, Mm -hmm. it's natural. So the realtor's job is to ensure that their client gets the highest possible price for their property. Right. Yep. That is their job. (laughs) It's a natural conflict. Your job is to estimate market value. The most probable price, not the highest price. So right out of the gate, it seems like most contracts shouldn't (laughs) be reflected on the appraisal. Right. Unless you have a really, you know, there are a lot of seasoned smart agents out there who understand that the highest price is not necessarily going to be market value. And I've even dealt with some agents where they said, you know, hey, you know, I, I know this market's crazy. I know we're over list price. I know the highest sale in this neighborhood is not that, but do what you can. You know, like I've had agents 
understand that that that's where we're at. And that's kind of where a lot of those uh, appraisal addendums are, where they will pay the difference between the what the appraisal comes in at and and their contracts. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, if you're going to buy a crazy, house but... today, you better come to the table with cash. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, yeah, definitely the most probable price. And I often reiterate that in my report, especially when I know I'm not going to come in right. at the contract price. I put that in my commentary in the conclusion of value saying, hey, you know, I understand that there was a willing buyer and a willing seller and you guys had a meeting of the minds and came to this contract price. However, the definition of market value is the most probable price that a, that a property should bring in given a certain set of conditions at a competitive market, you know, which is, you know, a typically motivated buyer and seller that the parties are both well-informed and well-advised, which I've... <laughs> I've had that one kind of... Uh, yeah, you can always just question that. There's your Google, right? Yeah. I've had some where I'm like, these people are not informed. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Uh, well, Nikki, let's do this. Let's break for commercial message. And then when we come back, we'll talk about the other components of the definition of market value. So, Jen? Appraisers, if you've grown frustrated with endlessly pursuing new appraisal work and not reaping any of the benefits, Metro West is here to help. They understand and work to alleviate the pain points commonly felt by appraisers to enable personal and financial growth for their staff. After all, they've been owned and operated by appraisers since the company opened in 1987. Metro West Appraisal is an equal opportunity employer, and they're always looking for certified residential real estate appraisers to join their team. Visit metrowestappr.com careers or email careers at metrowestappr.com. Joan, back to you. Okay, thank you, Jim. So, Nikki, we've already covered, you know, the first tenant, uh, buyer and seller, typically motivated. I'm not even sure that motivations uh, in a supply demand imbalance uh, yes. <laughs> uh, are typically motivated. The second one, both parties are well informed and well advised and acting in their own best interests. That's a rather nebulous one. Um, And certainly not one that an appraiser can work with much uh, because you can't get inside somebody's head particularly. But yes. So let's move on to number three, because this one's interesting. A reasonable time is allowed for exposure in the open market. So when you look at a contract of sale, I presume through MLS, you know how many days it was on the market. Yeah. And a lot of times it's one day, that day. So one day and 20 offers. And 20 offers. So how in the world now I know. The yeah, is, that a reasonable, is that a reasonable time? I, I guess, well, you know, if, I, it were, <laughs> if it were 48 hour time, the price would just continue to. Yeah. Escalate, possibly. So that one's not even in a rapidly rising market. That one's not even meaningful. Yeah. So the fourth one just kind of makes me chuckle. Payment in terms of cash Cash or or equivalent. Mm -hmm. There's nothing equivalent to cash. No, that's true. They're going to take a cash buyer over somebody with financing all the time. (laughs) I I know. So where I'm leading up to is 
this definition needs to be modernized. There's lots of flaws in the definition. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. You know, a lot of times when I use comparables and I see, you know, a sales price, it's, it's you know, that it's sold kind of high for the neighborhood. And I said, the first thing I think is that that's a cash buyer. Like that's the first thing I think. And I checked the MLS and sure enough, it was a cash buyer. They don't have to go through the appraisal process. You know, they could, they could skip all that. They just pay whatever they want. <laughs> so <laughs> and that's the problem. If you're using those as comps and they were all cash, yeah. there's no financing. So how do you adjust? I mean, this is yeah. That's that's practice a, we really haven't even talked about much. So here's the one that's always problematic for me, and that's the fifth tenant. the The price represents the normal consideration for the property sold, unaffected by special or creative financing or seller concessions granted by anyone associated with the sale. Mm-hmm. Well. Unaffected by, so is the Fed's helicopter money subsidized interest rate stimulus? Is that creative financing? Yeah. Is that that also undue stimulus? Yeah, you know, that's a good question. How does an appraiser measure it? These are... Right, you can't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. ...to answer, but (laughs) it's more of a rhetorical question. There's nothing Mm -hmm. in appraisal practice or education today that says, okay, appraiser, you've got this crazy market. You need to be adjusting for subsidized interest rates because that's driving up prices. Yeah. I mean, we can only adjust for what data we have, you know what I mean? So you can't just make an adjustment. You have no data to to back it up. And a lot of times there might be things behind the scenes that we don't know. I mean, I guess that's where talking to agents helps. And a lot of times I will, I'll call and say, Hey, you know, tell me a little bit about your buyer. You know, what were they, what were they thinking? Where were they looking? What was their motivation? You know, and and a lot of times I'll find out, you know, a lot about (laughs) the buyer's circumstances, (laughs) you know, saying, you know, you know, Oh, this buyer, she put in 20 offers already and didn't get anything. And you know, they, they're from out of state and they, I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. So then you kind of start understanding. Yeah. (laughs) You start understanding the mind of the buyer a little bit and that kind of helps you just kind of back up your, your opinion of value to reconcile it to what what the market value actually is. So yeah. Interesting. That's what I do. (laughs) Field appraisers. I know. Uh, Let me take another break with Jim. And when we come back, so while we're taking this break, I want you to think about should we really be doing three approaches to value and reconciling those final conclusion? Uh, Jim? When was the last time you wanted to work more for less money? The appraisal industry is headed that way. You have to do more with, for the same amount of money, and now you have less time for yourself. Data Master can change that. With their easy-to-use software, Data Master lets you spend more time analyzing and less time typing. Plus, you get more information than the other data import products. Head to www.datamasterusa.com buzz for more information and to learn how you can save up to an hour per report. Joan? Thank you, Jim. So, Nikki. You've had all that time to think about three approaches to value. (laughs) And I'm a big supporter of developing all three. 
And for, for this kind of reason, when you get in a crazy market and all you're doing is the sale price approach to value, you end up in a momentum situation, almost like the GameStop stock situation where you're, mm-hmm. you're chasing it. Yeah. And so as an appraiser, do you think we should be doing three approaches to value? So, you know, in my market, it, it depends. You know, USPAP says you need to develop and use whatever recognized methodology uh, or technique necessary for credible appraisal, credible assignment result. And so, you know, if I'm in downtown and most of those houses are 80, 90, 100 plus years old, cost approach doesn't make sense. Right, right. <laughs> right? No, I, I totally um, get that. But, you know, if I'm in a market saturated with where owners are, it's not primarily owner occupied where there's a lot of renters, then obviously, yeah, I'm going to do uh, the income approach as well as the sales comparison. Um, what I found generally is that when I do do all three approaches, um, I tend to find that they, they, ob- they obviously they, they never match, <laughs> but I do find that they correlate. So if I am in an increasing market, uh, well, especially right now with, with building costs just skyrocketing as well. Um, a lot of times I find like the cost to build is just ridiculously high. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, true. yeah. And so I do find like a correlation a lot of times between the three approaches, but they're, you know, kind of like a, a graph with three bar lines, you know, you see them moving kind of together, but they're usually at different points kind of on the graph. But yeah, I think it's definitely helpful to see. I mean, you, you can definitely see where, you know, a lot of the market appreciation has happened too when you, uh, when you do all three approaches to value, you can see the, the differences. Like I just did one last night, actually, it was a, a condo and the income approach told me 215. The sales comparison approach told me 240. <laughs> so it's like, where do I, where do I reconcile that? Now this market is, you know, condominiums here, a lot of times they are rented out. And so, you know, I have to reconcile, you know, those two things. And so, yeah, I think it definitely is uh, helpful uh, to, at least consider all three approaches if, if right. you can, if, if it makes sense uh, for your subject. Are rents going up at the same rate as sale prices? Are you seeing that also starting? To I, get, yeah. yeah, I am seeing rents going up, but I, I feel like a lot of times the rents, <laughs> I feel like sometimes people are being greedy. I'm like, no, okay, it didn't go up that much. You know what I mean? Like people are just asking because they can. Right. <laughs> They go up really seeing what you're right, saying. Right, yeah. exactly. I'm like, wait, no, <laughs> this is not. This is not twenty five hundred dollars a month. <laughs> this is not that big of a property, you know. Uh, but you know, people are still paying for it because just the 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 market, especially here, they can't build them fast enough, you know. And 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 there's there's a housing shortage, and people they've got to find a place to live. And if they if they're kind of shut out of the buying market because prices are too crazy well then they're relegated to the rental market and you know you're going to kind of find competition there too so that's kind of escalating rental prices as well i've seen yeah i i really think this is a topic that needs some really deep thought put around it i i do believe that the definition of market value needs to be updated Mm-hmm. Uh, and modernized because we have devolved the appraisal process down to 
you know, I call the sales comparison approach the greater fool theory. Some knucklehead pay for it yesterday is mm-hmm. really not a measure of value. And the analogy I always use these days is the meme stocks like like GameStop and yeah. you know the analysts and, and insert appraiser when I say analyst. Mm-hmm. The analysts are saying the stock value is about $10 a share, but the price is at 200 over $200 a share. So right. the difference between price and value is mm-hmm. speculative value. Right. And appraisers haven't been trained. Like I said, there's no education on this topic about. Well, no, that's a, that's a completely speculative part. Right. Right. No, that's a completely different type of appraisal product. I mean, now you're asking for forecasting and you're going to need forecasting models and a whole different set of hypothetical, you know, assumptions and, and extraordinary assumptions to try to anticipate what the value of something today will be in the future. But that's not, you know, most of my lender, most of my clients are, are lender clients. They're not asking for the speculative value. They're wanting to know what it's worth as of a specific day. And isn't Sometimes that a I, little silly? We're making 30-year loans and you only want to know what it's worth on day one. Yep. <laughs> uh, next year. Um, yeah. They only care when the loan goes into default. It's like, oh, man, we should take a look at that. Oh, mm-hmm. look. It's not worth what they paid for it. How did this? Yeah. 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 And that's where, you know, periodic, I'm sure, you know, a lot of lenders have periodic appraisals or, or evaluations or whatever, just to see if the, if the, you know, if the subject property has appreciated or depreciated, you know, I'll, I'll get updates I've gotten a few updates, requests for for an updated appraisal. You know, if if, uh, if I did the appraisal more than I think it's ninety or one hundred twenty days, I can't remember the exact time frame, but um, I've gotten a, a fair amount of those too. Right, right, mm-hmm. exactly. Well, interesting. Well, thank you for the conversation today. It's just nice to start the conversation. I don't propose that I have any solutions other than. We really need to take a close look at this because otherwise we're just going to keep repeating these, right. uh, cycles and it's starting to feel a little 2005 and six ish uh, to me. And yeah. Although, you know, it's weird. The circumstances are a little bit different. It, it does different. feel that way, but, but it seems like people who are paying now, they are, they've got the money, you know, they're, yeah, they're no, putting you're right. the cash. There's a lot of cash <laughs> uh, around and, mm-hmm. and that's quite evident, but that's also very unfortunate for the, affordable housing sector. Yes. Those folks don't have cash. No. And if you don't have cash in this market, it's real almost impossible to buy a house. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That's why having frothy markets is a very uneven, unfair system, I think. Mm-hmm. Sadly. Yeah. Well, it was very nice meeting you. Thanks for joining us today. And yeah, it's my pleasure. And hopefully we can have you back and keep this conversation going. I'd love that. Thank you. Right. Thank you. you did a great job. Thanks, Jim. Stuck in the appraisal management technology dark ages using spreadsheets or antiquated software? You should meet Evo. Evo is the most innovative appraisal management technology on the market, trusted by lenders and AMCs 
and is loaded with mind-blowing features like sophisticated decisioning algorithms to select the best appraiser for each order, the ability to configure forms and fields in real time, a user role-based design, and the industry's only compliance guarantee. Find out more at globaldms.com or call 877-866-2747. Joan and Nikki, thank you so much for your time today. And thank you for our listeners for joining us, as well as the sponsors for helping us to keep putting these together for you. If you have an idea for a future Buzzcast or would like to be interviewed, reach out to us at info at appraisalbuzz.com. And head over to the forums at appraisalbuzz.com and let us know how you feel about the market value in your corner of the country. Have a great day, everyone.